Tom Panos, John McGrath, Troy Malcolm, we're back. Super team, the 18, the first best team. Troy, out of 10, what was the intro like? That's a 9.5. Johnny? Uh, yeah, I'm up there at a 9. Oh, I'm up there at half a mark. He's always okay. half a mark. It was very good. <laughs> no, I felt, I felt inspired, personally. That's um, a good score as well from JM. Like the energy. So we're sitting here again for the second week in a row in our little boutique village office in Newtown, which is really charming. It's funny, like... Newtown, for those that know it, most people in Sydney will know it, and for Melbourneites, I guess it's kind of a bit like Troy Fitzroy. Yep. It's kind of like that yeah, cool, yeah. groovy, edgy. And I really love the environment. And the other things I love about it, Tom, you mentioned on last week's show, it's in the heart of RPA Hospital. Yeah. So you've kind of got that good feeling of there's a lot of good people that live, work in the hospital that live here. Yep. And you see them in cafes walking down the street. When you see doctors and nurses, you think, God, you know, we are so fortunate to have you in our lives. Yeah. And secondly is the uni. So you're getting all these creative <laughs> yeah. young people kind yeah. of at an interesting time in their life. And they're kind of also walking down the street in the cafes. And, and it's kind of this really wonderful melting pot. So it's, it's great to So, so um, John, I've had an amazing connection to Newtown because I was brought up in Newtown as the early days when my parents migrated from Greece. Newtown was where we were. Yep. And then I moved to Newtown uh, when um, I moved out of home, got married. I spent a lot of my time in Newtown, actually about uh, 100 metres up the road. And um, I agree, it's got, a, uh, it's got this combat, it's a melting pot of executives, uni people. Mm. It's got uh, a lot of artistic people. Mm. Um, and um, I have to tell you, I think that there's a very good chance that um, as my girls, Madeline and Christina, uh, get older, um, it was new, I couldn't enjoy Newtown when they were three or four, but I just noticed now my 14-year-old is sort of you know happy to come back to King Street because it's yeah. something for everyone. Um, and um, we're on King Street. We're on the city side of King Street. So King Street's a very long street. We're very close towards uh, Broadway in this beautiful office. And today's topic... Talk about beautiful offices, though, before we start there. Uh, I was fortunate because you couldn't make it, so I was fortunate to go and see Phil Harris's team and his. Be- have you been, seen his new building? I have not seen his new building. Stunning. I mean, you know, great. To the people inside the building are more stunning. It's just a great team there. But Phil um, invited us down to um, yeah. do a little presentation to his team, which was kind of to, uh, I guess, unofficially launch a new office. So I felt very honoured to be there, and we saw your girlfriend Troy there, Sarah. Sarah. Yeah, for Sarah, who the minute I walked in the door, she asked, how's Troy? Why didn't he come with me? So I said, what about me? I'm like, what's that? No, didn't they bring up my name? No, she just said, where's Troy? Right. That was... Okay, but then I just to Phil and Sarah and the team, because you know, Tommy's down there and there's a whole bunch of guys down there. Great people, eh? Heck, there's so Arabella. So yeah, good. great people. So it's good there, and of course, up the road <laughs> around the corner is our very dear friends from Owens and Castley, yep. um, Nathan and Alex, so... It's great, man. And, and thank you, thank you to both uh, Harris and also the Owens Castle boys because they helped us out in a, in a recent situation. Little marketing thing, yeah. Little marketing good. initiative that we're, we're Jeez, putting doing together. Some good work those those brands in marketing. I've got to wow. tell you, like as good as any on the planet. Yeah, seriously, yeah. yeah, yeah. We're, I was blown away by what they sent. We asked them to send through just a couple of little things that we're putting together a, a little a little project and the stuff that they sent through. If you get a chance, guys, just World go class. and go and see one of their open for inspections. Go and visit the office because their marketing is. World class. World class. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. And if anyone from their team's listening, you guys are working in one of the best brands in the country. Well, it's interesting because this is very different because that, of course, is very Hollywood and glamorous because it's a beautiful big corporate space. And this is one of our little uh, little village offices, which is very different, all open plan. And so if anyone's not seen it and you're in Sydney, come past our 
Newtown office because it's a beauty. And also a shout out before we forget, uh, Kevin from Harris came up to Sydney and spent a couple of hours with he me. Did. So uh, shout out, mate. I hope you're still working uh, very hard because you had uh, a lot of potential to go to the next level very quickly. It's so. funny at the thing because I, um, I I do a bit of Q and A there, Tom, as I know you do. I try and involve the audience, and you know, I was talking to people about you know, tell me your prospecting plan. I ended up having a bit of a, a dialogue with Kevin in, in, in full view of everyone. We had a chat. And I said to him, you seem like you'd be very successful. And he said, no, nah, not really. He said, I'm just starting. And then when, when we finished it, Phil took me aside. He said, that guy's very successful. You know? So he's humble as well, which was nice. And like then he that. came up. I like that. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. no, was good. But I could just tell by his manner. You know, you get a sense of people, the, the, you know, their, their intensity and their focus while you're presenting or whatever they're doing. And then you've got their presentation. He looked yeah. terrific. Uh, and you got the quality of his questions means he'd thought about the event and he knew I was going to be there and thought, I'm going to ask John a couple of questions that are important to him. Whereas a lot of people just kind of come along. They come along, they're three minutes late, they don't look particularly well presented, they're not terribly engaged, they don't ask any questions, they leave, and then they wonder why from an impressions point of view, they don't... Whereas Kevin, like I remembered him, out of a team of, you know, 120 that was there, and and then he followed up and came up here, so... Anyway, always be, it's always showtime. Yeah. Always be on, um, always be focused because people are forming an impression of you every minute of the day. Yeah. And yeah, it's important to always be at your best. Yeah. So good. So what are we, but being at your best, I think we've got an interesting yeah. little uh, bag of different so, so, ideas. So, so, so Troy just brought up a, uh, a message that I'd posted up um, I think on Facebook or uh, one of the social media platforms and it was just five short sharp things that an agent can do in 2017 in November and December that can have a profound difference and I think you eloquently said it John little things that make a big difference yeah I mean I think you've got to assume that Whatever you do today, and what we talked to in the over the years, we've talked about sliding doors. You know the movie yeah. where depends what you do today could have a profound impact on your life in three years or even three months. Probably not in three hours, no matter what you do in the next. But so I think that if you if you buy into that reality, which I do, means every conversation you have, every call you do or you don't make, what you say in the call. Um, every decision is going to have some sort of impact. So what I loved about this topic, and I, I know you're going to sort of talk us through the five things, Tom, is, you know, whilst they kind of, they are relatively little things, all can be done with not much money and yeah. not much time, it's just an intent, um, they can have a prolific difference. Because one of them, and I'll lead you into the first one because you gave me an insight of what it was going to be about, is, you know, for many markets around Australia and New Zealand at the moment, it's changed a bit. Yeah. It's gone from, you know, absolute bullish to, okay, not bad, but yeah. not as bullish. So the first thing I'd say to people is, you know, don't, don't think anyone is in a bad market because Australia and New Zealand in particular still represent most of the best markets around the world. Yeah. Most people in real estate anywhere in the world would love to be in Auckland, they'd love to be in Christchurch, they'd love to be in Adelaide, they'd yeah. love to be in Brisbane. So we are still in that. So don't trick yourself yeah. and just because things feel a bit different that it's not a great market. You still have the ability... Most people listening to this podcast have the ability to sell 10 properties this month, no matter where you are. Regional, t- tiny towns, every... You Johnny know, Caney, Jane, last month, 14 sales. 14 sales. 14 sales. 14 sales. And, and we talk a lot yeah. about Pete Chauncey, yeah. who we have to get on this podcast. We haven't yeah. had him ever. But Pete's got 72% market share. So if you're sitting there with 25% thinking that you've saturated, think again, you can go a lot further. Chris Gilmore, I think, used to have, like, I don't know, he probably still does, 70 or 80% market yeah. share too. 
uh, up in, in uh, Queensland. I mean, the, the gun agents are, yeah. are getting up to 70 and 80% market share now. Yeah. Um, courtesy of the sort of things we're talking about. So yeah. over to you, Tommy. Okay, so the first one is, uh, John, uh, calling buyers that are the most interested in an auction property two days before an auction and using this simple dialogue, um, Mr. Buyer or John, I'm seeing the vendors tonight mm-hmm. and I'd like to make a recommendation on what the reserve would be and I'd like to get your opinion on what you think it should be. Where do you see the value lie? Where do you see the value lie? Because and if nothing more, Tom, because some, some people will say, well, we're still not sure and I don't really want to tell you. That's possible. But it gets a conversation happening. Correct. Because if they say, well, you know, I think 800 and you're thinking 900, you say, my God, well, you know, that was kind of south of where I'm thinking the value lies. Can you talk me through why you think that? So it, it lands you in a conversation that could be productive because they might say, well, you know, next door, of course, sold for 825 And you say, no, no, I'll send you the RP data record. Actually sold for 925 And, John, it's a lot better having that conversation two days before the auction than during the auction floor. Um, uh, or the day I, after. Or, or the day after. And more importantly, I think that it is the right thing to do to take that feedback to your vendors. Because if these are the people that are going to be bidding on Saturday... They should have a backstage view of what they're thinking 48 hours before an auction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I think you know, there's no doubt that getting into the conversation for some agents is the hardest part is actually just starting it. So a lot of people are uncomfortable with buyers because, they, you know, well, the buyer won't tell me and what can I ask them, can I really ask them? But that, I think that's a nice segue to actually get into a conversation that's going to elicit some feedback. Yeah. So I, I think that's a good one. Number two. Number two. Um, in a world, John and Troy, of high-tech, low-touch, I'm seeing good agents not use technology to substitute what they're doing, but to complement. And one of the things you can do, if you've got a, you know, an iPhone or a Samsung phone, which nearly every agent has, is to take a short 10-second video during the first open for inspection and sending it during the open for inspection to your vendors, who most likely will be sitting at a cafe anxiously waiting feedback, and so, so you're saying you, you do a little 10-second video of people arriving? People arriving, maybe even people taking their shoes off. Mm-hmm. What you're doing is showing the vendors that there's something happening positive in their property. I think Maddie Lancashire does that, doesn't well, he? Well, Maddie yeah. likes to take photos of photos shoes. Of shoes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the front, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and that helps a lot if you've got more than one pair there. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I, I was at a... Very early in my career, Troy, I was uh, listing... Well, trying to list a property in Paddington. It was in one of the better streets of Paddington, I guess in today's dollars, it'd be worth a few million dollars, mm. much less back then. And I remember it's the first time in my life I've been asked to take my shoes off by a vendor because yeah. I was kind of in my first or second year of the business. And I went there and, and at the listing and he said, would you mind because I've just recarpeted and whatever. And, and, you know, I wasn't doing too well back then and I had only a couple of pairs of socks and both had holes in them. And I remember taking my shoes off, and it was like Fred Flintstone, you know, there's my big toe sticking out, and no matter how I tried to hide it, I couldn't hide my big toe, and then the, the rest of the sock was wrapped around my other four, and I was so embarrassed. I got the listing, I sold the property, but I never have had holes in my socks in the last, in the last 30 years, I've never had holes... So beware, who knows? Yeah. As you're taking him out on a Saturday funny? morning, just have a bit <laughs> of a look around. You know, you know? Well, it's funny because when, whenever we go to, to certain meetings, the amount of times, and even at your house, John, your um, your I like shoes off. Your, yeah, yeah you, you definitely like shoes off. So when, and that's the common question that I always brief when I'm taking agents to do a coaching session with you is, just make, make sure, sure you don't have holes in your socks. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> and they always say, why? Because your shoes will have to be taken well, look, off. Look, you know, I think, look, we've been, um, from day one, we've, we just don't have shoes in our house. Every we just walk Neither, around in socks have, or, yeah. or nose. And I actually think I actually think sometimes when agents go in and ask a vendor beforehand, would you like me to take your shoes off? I think that's uh, it's not a negative thing. I think uh, I always do. It. No, I, I think, think it's, it's, it's critical. Yeah. yeah, very critical. Yeah. Um, okay, that's a good one. Okay. So the short video. So you're saying while they're somewhere, you don't do it every week, I assume, but maybe the yeah, first, first week. Up at home. You know. uh, and ideally, without being funny, you know, a bit of activity would be good to have on the video. You don't, to, you don't have crickets there, and, <laughs> and there's no one there. There's an empty house. Okay, third one. The third one is the fact is, John, you know that most of your top agents highly value open for inspections as lead generators. Apart from selling a property and showcasing a property, agents use open homes as a great opportunity to outshine other agents the way they do an open home. But more importantly is the dialogue that good agents use at an open for inspection can affect how many presentations you go to as a result afterwards. And I'm just going to share some of the dialogue that um, I hear top agents I interview uh, use. The first one is, um, what brings you here today? It's a, you know, it's a, it's, it's, it's a simple better lie than saying, oh, can I have your number? You know, what brings you? I mean, they're either a buyer, a seller, a tenant, an investor. Maybe they just walk yeah, down the yeah, street. Good. Right? Quality yeah. of your questions determines the quality of your life. Yep. Yes. I think I heard, it might have been Josh Fegan, I can't recall, and, and I'm sorry to whoever it is if it wasn't, but they used at a training session, are you buying or researching? You're Ricky Rushton. Ricky Rushton. Ricky, Ru- Ricky, Rushton. Ricky, who's about to launch a new book. Wow! He's about yeah. to launch a new book, which what? everyone should buy, because Rick has got some of the best what? dialogue What's in the, the name of the book, John, or you don't know? It's a real estate book? Yeah, it is a real estate book, and uh, I don't, to be honest, have the, on the tip of my tongue, but it'll be launched very soon, and we should actually have Rick on as a guest, because I think yeah. he's one of the great coaches. Yeah. And what, he's certainly one of the great guys in the country. I love Rick. And uh, everyone should go out and buy his book when it's out. Um, We'll, we'll let them know as well when it is out. So we'll, we'll let, let them know. We'll have Ricky on. Are you, so, re- yeah, are you researching buying and selling? And uh, Ivan Bresic uses the short version. Are you buying or browsing? Yeah. yeah. yeah nice good. and short, sharp. You buy and, and what I like about all those three, they're all effective and they're all different. Yeah. And what we always say to people, Troy, on this, on this podcast is take the concept and then fit it to your own style. Yeah. yeah. For That's some true. people, you're buying or browsing is better. For other people, are you researching or buying today? Well, what was the one you used, Tom? Um, um, what brings you what here brings today? What brings you here today? Well, I, I think they're all great. So yeah. work it out. So questions are important. Number four. Number four, we move on to the fact that most real estate agents' revenue or GCI seems to go up and down because it's when they've got listings, they get listings. When they don't have listings, they sort of get into a bit of a, a, a rut and they don't have any um, lead generation. So what I've noticed are really good real estate agents is that they've got a 12-month marketing plan which is set and forget, right? Yeah. They sort of say that this is what's going to happen in January, this mm-hmm. is what's going to happen in Feb, March, and that they've got their red PA generally who will administer and make sure that these activities are happening because what you'll notice is that any great company puts a plan in place and what gets scheduled gets done. So have a scheduled 12-month marketing plan. And by the way, I've got a full 12-month marketing plan in the real estate gym mm-hmm. with each item on how to execute it, um, whether it's you know a VIP Christmas party or a Santa letters you're using or whether you're doing a community thing with the, the school. I've uh, taken other people that do that 
and all you got to do is change your name and your brand and you can go off and execute it. But John, I, yeah. you know, I, I think ultimately what you've got to understand is the great agents of 2017, the ones that you talk about have 70% market share, they have become, they have become what I call the community agent. They are the hub of the community. They seem to bring everyone together in the community. And in a sense, Tommy, doesn't the plan in, in some ways is less important than the consistency of doing something. And you're right, a lot of agents, it's like, oops, short on listings. Yeah. Uh, they say to their assistant, can you go and let a box drop to 1,000 homes? Whereas the Pete Chaunceys of the world, Pete has an incredibly methodical, he wouldn't even know it's going out, but it goes out while he's asleep, and he has methodical... Just listed, thousands of the community, auction invites, thousands of the community, door knocks on the morning of the auction, the street, um, just sold on the so Monday. Pro- this is a process driven business, isn't process it? Process driven, 72%, 4 million bucks, sold 9 out of the 10 top houses, so it's working. Um, so on, the, on Monday, just sold because he's got a 95% clearance rate. And then on uh, each month, or he sells about 10 to 12 a month, so twice a month he does last six sales. Yeah. So it's always relevant. Topical, and he's got about fourteen hundred homes in his area, and he does a thousand at a time. So, two out of three people every time he lists a property, auctions a property, are getting a communication of value and an invitation, and it's just reinforcing he's a go-to guy. So that's that's kind of his plan. I think he might do a monthly video too, true. I'm not sure, or a monthly email, but he supplements that with something else. And Adrian Bow, of course, who's you know one of our great agents over many many years, same thing. There are people that Bowie has been for the last. 20 years emailing monthly and calling every six months for 20 years and no wonder he's built a great business it's yeah, consistency well 18,000 on his database as well personal 000. database he's got 18,000 people that he's met had a connection with sold for um, they've bought from him that he, he speaks to on a monthly basis it's funny because he told me a story recently and, and, and it's going to be pretty accurate but basically he listed and sold a property recently in Bondi for 1.4 million I think and he said the vendor um he missed out on selling their property 15 years ago. They sold through someone else, but mm. Adrian, because he's a good agent, didn't take that to heart, and he kept in touch, and he said, look, good luck with your sale, well sold, congratulations. And he said, the guy for the last 15 years said to him, you have been in touch with me for 15 years. Yep. The agent that sold me my property never spoke to me again. I'm about to resell the property, I'd only choose you. So that was 15 year, you gotta play the long game, right? Yeah. This is not about yep. do's and letterbox drops and then pray that someone responds this afternoon. This is a long game, so that's yeah. a good one. Uh, fifth one. The fifth one, um, John, is the fact that in the new world, it's not what you say to the market, it's what the market says to the market. We see that from TripAdvisor, we see that from you know rating sites. People like consumerism. They like to hear what other people are saying about a product or service. and Really good estate agents are learning how to use Facebook intelligently, and what they'll do is not in a corny way, but in a nice, easy way with a happy vendor, get a short, sharp conversation. What do you think of the process? Um, how do you feel about everything? And it's on your iPhone. On your iPhone. I mean, you don't have to bring some you know Hollywood video right? company here. This yeah. is simple stuff. If you've got a if you've got a phone that is an iPhone seven and above, the quality is really good. If you want to enhance it, you can put a Rode mic. Um, that you can get from JB Hi-Fi, but I don't think it's even necessary. And John, you just get a short, sharp comment, and then what you do is you ask the vendor, uh, if they don't mind, to share it with their own Facebook community. Now, if you've well, got... you might get your assistant to ask, because sometimes it's, e- it's even easier if someone else says, how did you find dealing with Tom, rather than how did you find dealing with me? Perfect. But either way, yeah. how did you find the experience? How are you feeling now? 
how did you find the process? And I, I don't, I wouldn't worry about road mics. Troy, you're the expert on this stuff, but just hit record. Yeah. Just get a quiet, in, just hit record, yeah, hit just record. hit record. But just get a quiet environment, relatively quiet environment. Don't do it on King Street because um, it might, you might, might get a bit of ambient noise from the, the cars and whatnot. But just get it done, get it live. And uh, Tom, I think getting them to share it, and if they're part of a family, obviously husband, wife, kids, whatever the relationship is, have them all there, have them all there and get them to share it as well. Yeah, you, right? if you haven't yeah. had a look at if you're listening. Haven't had a look at Maddie Fox. Marty, Marty Fox. Fox. I'm sorry, Marty. I know another Matthew Matt. Fox, you know, yeah. <laughs> Marty Fox is uh, which is White Fox. White Fox. White Fox. Yeah. Uh, White Fox. Um, Real Estate. Their Instagram. Yep. Because I hate shots of agents in front of sold signs on boards generally. Yeah. They do brilliant ones. There's one where he's with it looks like an Italian or Greek family, but certainly a long-standing, you know, ethnic um, family, and and their their uh, kids and grandkids. And they're kind of like dancing around the sign, yep. like in some sort of a, a sort of a Greek dance. Oh wow! And it's really good, and and uh, and it's very the way they do it is brilliant. I think they are at the leading edge of social media. So go and check them out and follow them because everything they're know. doing, John, uh, and it's probably a really relevant point you mentioned. It's agents with sold stickers uh, in front of signboards with sold stickers on them. That's now the cliche, right? It, it kind of frustrates me because you're not having an impact or a point of difference by doing a Greek dance in front of a signboard and having that same result. Same thing, in front of a signboard, sold sticker on it, um, doing a Greek dance, that creates impact. That's a reason for people wanting to engage. The same reason why we all scroll through Facebook on our iPhones, we stop at things that have an impact on us. You've got to be, Troy, you've got to be sticky, isn't it? You've got to be sticky. You've got this thumb going on your phone that's scrolling, 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 scrolling. I mean, it's, it's, it's something that you're constantly doing and then sometimes you just stop. Stop. What is it that can stop someone and I think uh, by the sounds of it, Marty Fox is... Page turner, right? What stops you yep. turning the page and saying, when you're selling a property, yep. I talk to vendors about that. We need a photo and we need you know, imagery and, and ease of reference so people actually stop and they say, wow, okay, that's, that's very, very cool. We, we better check this one out. And video, video is a big one, right? Because video on Instagram, video now is integrated with LinkedIn. Video is obviously integrated with Facebook. But every single integration that they're doing, it's auto-playing. So you're going to get people randomly stop and watch your stuff. And you don't know where the next client's coming from in that, in Will, that space. Will Ainsworth, the other night when I was doing um, uh, a, a webinar with him and live streaming it on Facebook, as I, actually as I'm talking to you, John's passed <laughs> over the phone on White Fox here and I'm watching it. They, these people are definitely of Greek origin, <laughs> right? I, I, I can confirm that. And trust me, it takes one to know one, right? <laughs> Um, and I've got to say, well done, uh, well done, and uh, cheers up to the Greek community in Melbourne. <laughs> well done. And Will uh, Ainsworth, you're talking about. You Will, so Will Ainsworth, can people know, still see that webinar? Yes, they can, they can. It's on the Real Estate Gym, and it's on Facebook live stream. The guy wrote a million dollars, and uh, what was really interesting, he said, Tom, I don't like door knocking. Because I asked him the question, do you door knock? He goes, I don't like door knocking. But he said, in many ways, on Wednesday, when I shoot my three or four videos... And those videos then get uploaded onto Facebook and sent to my database, and I know that I'm going to get you know 10,000 views. That is the digital door knock in the new world. Mm-hmm. And he goes, so in many ways, I feel that 
that's actually getting me into the community. So I think, John, really, like if you do the numbers, if you get 10,000 views on a video and you get 50 listings a year, there's 500,000 views in that core area that people are watching. Will Ainsworth, McGrath, West Geelong. Mm, mm. Even if they're on there for four seconds, mm. they are getting, because marketing works in combination, not in isolation. So they're getting an email, they're getting a McGrath report, they're getting a signboard. All these touch points are what build trust at the end of the day. So that's a, a great interview. Guys, I want to thank you again. We went through five sharp points. And um, I want to thank our sponsors, realestate.com.au. And um, I'm going to look forward to seeing you uh, next week. What I mean, are you thinking of a topic next week, Troy? Have you got a, a well, topic, topic And in listeners, mind? by the way, if you've got something you want us to speak about between now and Christmas, yeah. we've had some great Q&As over the year. So send in your questions because sometimes we... We put two or three or four together, Troy, so that'd be good. Or if you have a topic you'd like us to explore, it doesn't have to be Q&A. Only 38 days till Christmas, right? 38 days. 38 days till Christmas. Can you believe that? How fast is this year gone? 38 days. So, Troy, a lot can happen in 38 days. but A lot can happen in 38. I've got auction bookings for the 16th of December, and also I've got one scheduled for Wednesday the 19th or 20th of December. Troy, I, I, right? I, so, you, you get some really good shot angles on that Instagram page of you, you know, <laughs> looking like you're going to put that, that property down. I've got to yeah. tell you. It's I all just about I the thumbnail. It's personal Instagram, is all, it? Yeah, it's all about yeah. the thumbnail. So, where do they go to have a look at that? Just Troy Malcolm. Yeah, Troy just Troy Malcolm. Malcolm. Yep. It's Instagram. pretty original. I, I mean, I don't, even look, I don't even look at the auction results on a Sunday anymore. I just go to Troy Malcolm and have a look at him. Are you sure it's not the real Troy Malcolm? I, uh, I, uh, at the real Troy Malcolm? Well, <laughs> at the real Donald no. Trump? There's only one. <laughs> um, I tell you what, though, that's had... I, I work exclusively, obviously, with calling auctions for McGrath. Uh, and I'm very fortunate to work with a lot of... A very high caliber of agent. Every single agent that I call auctions for is, they you, you know what you get. You're going Tringali. to walk in and you're going to have a Tringali, Tringali. Cindy Alex Kennedy, Dematu. Alex Damatu, Buddha. Like, every single person that I work with does a phenomenal job, and it makes my job very easy. But um, having that video as a an awareness thing for their business, but also the process of auction, like we were just talking about with activity at opens, activity at auction, people bidding, has been one of the greatest difference that we've seen from our auction business in the last 12 months. So we do three to four videos a weekend uh, throughout the entire country, and then we send them live on a Monday morning. And Troy, you, you actually get a videographer. You're not using a, a, an, an iPhone. No, so we, we have an in-house team yeah. um, that obviously we give volume to, so we have an in-house team that goes around on a Saturday. Yeah. Uh, just a, a small team, and they do a phenomenal job, and they edit the videos on Saturday night and get them to us on Sunday. So the speed is the new currency for their business as well. Uh, And they get it. They get it. And I think that's that's going to be the big game changer in the next 12 months as well. Talking about Tringali, uh, he might have contacted you, but I just did a report on the market. We we do it each year. We won't say our team. I, I happen to contribute to it. On, on the market it's called the McGrath Report. If you want to read it, go to our website and download it. But I, I have top picks in each area and have, I put Haberfield, which oh, I'm a great believer in. Yes. <laughs> great believer in Haberfield. I think it's one of the great suburbs of Australia. And, uh, and Mike Tringali, I thought it was going to bring him to tears. Yeah, because he's the Lord Mayor of Haberfield virtually. Yeah. And uh, he just said to me, John, he said, you know, you've picked the best suburb. And he said, I love it. And he said, this is great. My client's going to be so excited and whatever. Oh, that's his passion, you know. Yeah. And, You've got to, and, and he, you know, a bit like uh, Chauns, he does one suburb pty much. Ninety percent of his business is Haberfield, and he has dominant market share, and he knows everyone. He walks down the street; it's like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Everyone knows him and <laughs> high fives him. And 
And you know, that's I love that about him. So you know, I wasn't thinking about him when I put it, but I wasn't surprised when I got his his feedback that you know he was very uh, enthused by the fact Thank that you, Johnny, we thought yeah, mate, I feel I've got to tell you, I'm just so happy to hear that. I feel richer <laughs> just sitting here. The coffees are on me. <laughs> Thank well, you so much. See you guys. See you next week. Bye. See you guys. Bye.